Welcome to Solo BG Podcast. This is Derek. And today, tonight, this evening, it's this dawn. It's the Halloween special. Today is Halloween. This is October 31st, 2019. And we are ready to have a creepy episode. This is chapter number four. We have been doing four episodes with this one about games that, that they're very good when you play them in this Halloween, I guess. The first one, the chapter one, was Cthulhu, the horror in Dunwich by Wyvern Games. The second one was Campy Creatures by Keymasters Games. The third one was Horrified by Ravensburger. And tonight, it's a very special one about a about a very scary movie that probably you as me this was this one was the source and the origin that make you fear the clowns tonight episode is gonna be a very special one we're gonna have fun i'm gonna tell you about a game that it was released a little bit after Gen Con, probably a few weeks after Gen Con or a month after Gen Con. And let's start with this show, this Halloween, this chapter four. And I hope all of you over there, monsters, go and vampires. I hope I pronounced it right, vampires. <laughs> uh, enjoy this Halloween. Here is Solo BG Podcast, Halloween special, three, two, I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly To my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, the ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster, man. Well, and here we are in Solo BG Podcast for another episode. This is Halloween Special, Chapter 4. And this was one different because you didn't hear the, you know, the usual intro where my, you know, my British friend, she says something like, welcome to Solo BG and all that stuff. Well, now you listen to this very nice song that I always enjoy to play in Halloween and that's why I want to make it different a little bit. But anyway, my name is Derek. And if this is your first time here on the show, well, this is episode number 46. We're getting close to the number 50. I have a 99.8% confirmed. A big surprise for our episode number 50, so stay tuned. Once I have it 100% confirmed, I'm going to mention it probably in the next one on the 47. But anyway, if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, you can go back and listen to them. We dedicate one ep one uh, once per week an episode for a game or for a Kickstarter preview. And once a month also, 
we do a solo with friends. Whereas when we talk about a competitive game, that it cannot be played as solo or a cooperative game or semi-cooperative game that you cannot play solo. But usually, we talk about games that you can play solo or fully cooperative. And before we start with tonight's show or today's show, let me tell you, as always, what I've been playing recently. So, recently, I jumped in the wagon, I guess, of the hype or the hype wagon. And I've been playing Marvel Champions, the card game, the LCG game from Fantasy Flight. You know that I'm not a fan of Marvel. I'm more like a DC guy. And this game, you know, I pre-ordered it just to be on the wagon, I guess. <laughs> but I got it. And it's so, so, so good. I'm looking forward to doing an episode. I will probably another episode. I'm not going to tell you my thoughts because I'm already telling you. It's a very, very good game. I prefer when the time comes and we do the episode about Marvel LCG or Marvel Champions LCG from Fantasy Flight Games. I prefer to have guests in that way we can talk about how the game is so good and the mechanics and the future expansions and all that stuff. It's a very good game. I've been playing it a lot. It's like a good combination between the Lord of the Rings, Arkham Horror, but now with superheroes, of course, from Marvel superheroes, but very, very straightforward, like very fast, very nice mechanics. The game can end very quick, or either you can win or, or fail. Uh, the schemes, uh, all the different things that are happening during the game per turn are very good, very well done, very well developed. Very immersive. I've been enjoying it. Now I want to become a Marvel fan just because of the game. Because it's so good. And I also played Dead of Winter The Long Night. Which is a very thematic game for Halloween. Of course that's not the episode for tonight. But Dead of Winter of course. Probably in the next year on the Halloween month. We can talk about Dead of Winter The Long Night. I also played Hail Hydra. Uh, that's um, I guess like a social game. Social deduction game kind of. Um... It plays, I believe, the minimum is five players. It was fun. I like it. I enjoy it. I play also uh, The Walking Dead, Something to Fear by Derek von Hauser, I mentioned in the previous episode. And I also play Heroes of Dominaria. Heroes of Dominaria, that's in the Magic the Gathering world. Uh, an area control game that you win by victory points. Fully competitive. It's very nice. And I also play Villainous again. But honestly, I've been playing like crazy. Uh, Marvel LCG, Marvel Champions LCG, the card game from Fantasy Flight. Once again, we will have very very soon the episode about it, and we will talk about the game also. Uh, we're getting ready to record the episode about Essen. Uh, once again, I will confirm that, but we're getting ready. We're trying to get on the schedule. Hopefully by November, you will have that episode, because the next one, after this one, is going to be about a game that I was... that. Uh, my friends from Plan B Games, Mike Young, and also from Edgar Spiel, they were very kindly and they uh, gave us a game for review. And I'm talking about ERA, their role. It's like a, instead of a roll and write, roll and, and build, I guess. We will talk about it next episode. That will be the next episode, ERA. So that will be episode number 47. Meanwhile, we are in Halloween. This is one of the holidays, I guess, let's call it one of the festivities here in the United States of America. That a lot of people enjoy. And not only in the United States. Now around the world a lot of people enjoy. Because they dress up as their favorite characters. Kind of like a comic con or something. But more horrified. And you, they go outside. And 
they go to parties and of course all the tradition came from the kids going you know from house to house asking for trick or treat uh, so if you if you enjoy Halloween well that's great because this episode is made for you and tonight game it's I it's I told you before about this one on the introduction that this is a game based on a book then then it was made like a mini series and then it was made into a movie and then they make remakes remakes long not too long ago uh, and I'm talking about it right the clown and that clown that damn clown at least for me it was the one that makes me fear the clown since I was a little kid now this is your situation as well which I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people from the world that they fear the clown just because of it well, now we're going to talk about the game It Evil Below and it's published by the USOPOLY or the OP. Uh, it's a do or die strategy game for 2 to 7 players uh, that it has a duration of 40 to 60 minutes. But before I keep going with It Evil Below, let's see how the box and cover looks. Box and cover. Okay, so now we are in the box and cover section of the show, and let me tell you, let me talk about the box, because this is one of my favorite box, actually. The size is very, uh, a little bit below the standard, I will say, probably 10, uh, 10 inch or 11 inch. Uh, very nice, but I really like the art of the box, because I'm not talking about any, you know, art like a graphic design. No, 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 no. It's just the black box, and it says, evil below. And then on the, on the middle of the box, it has like this kind of red material, red, I guess it's like a plastic, red plastic, that allows you to see inside the box. And it gives you that impression that it's a balloon, a red balloon. And then on that red balloon, all in red, you can see the Pennywise clown smiling at you, looking at you. Of course, it's from the remake now that Dry Run in this 2019, it was released It Chapter 2, I think the uh, It Chapter 1 was released in 2017. That's the version by Bill, uh, portrait by Bill Scarper, I hope I pronounced it right. Uh, so you can see Pennywise over there looking at you and inviting you to open this box and play this game and have a scary night. It says It, a do or die strategy game, Evil Below. And it's a balloon, it gives you the shape of a balloon, it's very nice, it's very beautiful. You can see the pictures on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Podcast. Once again, it says that it's published by the OP Games, that it plays 2-7 to seven players, 40-60 to 60 minutes, and it's 17 year, year old plus, because it's a scary game. Then on the sides, again, it gives you the information, it, it will below, same publisher, same time, same description of the game. And then on the back of the box, you have a picture of the mat that you will be facing on the game, different components that we're going to talk in a little bit, and it says it, evil below. Outsmart Pennywise in these do-or-die strategy games. Pennywise, an ancient evil that emerged every 27 years, has returned to devour the youth of Derry, Maine. In it, evil below, work together as the Losers Club to traverse dairy and keep the killer clump from claiming more victims. Lose a player and Pennywise wins, or weaken him to save the town, at least for now. So that's it, it will be below. 
the back of the box, you can see once again, the, um, you know, a glance of the components that you will see inside the box. And now that we're talking about inside the box, let's jump over there. Let's see what we will find inside the box. Inside the box. Bill, if you'll come with me, you'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. Okay, so now we are inside the box and let's do the audio unboxing that I always like to do. Let's move the box, you can hear it here. You know I love to do this. <laughs> oh man, I love to move the box. Anyway, let's open it and the first thing that you see, it's like I told you before in the box and cover, is the Pennywise on the rule book. It's Pennywise. Now he's inviting you to open the rule book and he's telling you something like you flow too or something like that. You already had to hear the sound effect anyway. So, uh, it tells you actually, as soon as you open the book, it tells you you'll blow too. And it says, the children of Derry Main are disappearing. And it's the same thing that I told you already about the 27, every 27 years, Pennywise comes and take all the kids and you know, kind of like a Michael Jackson, I guess and stuff. Anyway, so you have the rule book. The rule book, it's at only a seven, double side pages that it's very straightforward once again I've been telling you I've been telling you this very often uh, recently you don't need to go to work and geek or anything you have all the answers here because it's a very simple game now the, the next thing that you have on the box is the board uh, very you know standard quality here it is this is the board I'm not I'm not knocking on the door it's, this is the board um, you know good quality very sturdy uh, this is the board that you open and you have the city of Maine or the uh, uh, I'm sorry the Derry Town on the board. Then you have the standees for the characters that you will be playing with and all the dice and everything. I will, I will give you a total summary in a little bit of what you get here inside the box. Let's see a little bit. So all the dice are coming out. Okay, so what do you get inside the box? You get the, the game board, you get seven character boards, which is the one that you're gonna each player gonna have. If you're playing solo, you can choose one character, it's gonna be hard. If you want to play with two characters, you can do it. Uh, if you're playing two players, two characters, two players, three characters, and so forth, until you get to seven, and you get uh, eight characters movers, which is, you know, like the standees. Now, the the art of this uh, game is completely based on the first movie from from uh, Bill Stagger, like I said, the one that it was released on 2017. So you get um, also 49 totem on counter cards, 13 attacking counter cards, 18 Pennywise weakness cards, 7 custom dice, those are very good quality. I love the dice of the game, very good quality, very nice, they look very good on the table and they they will fine, I guess, like every dice, they'll flow too. And also, you have 7 bravery tokens, 40 byte, I mean 40, 4 byte tokens, uh, 1 loser's club strength token, 28 Pennywise victim tokens, which they're very nice because they're like balloons, you know, because you flow too, I guess. And one rule book, which once again is the Pennywise face on the cover telling you to play this game if you dare, if you want to disappear every 27 years, I guess. And if you, you know, don't put your face over there at the sewers, you know, no, don't be like Georgie and go. I mean, if you're having a boat on the street and the boat goes away, with the water because it's a rainy day, don't go and chase the paper boat and just let it go, don't go in the sewer, you know, because then then you will see Pennywise and he's gonna tell you that they have uh, popcorn and everything downstairs and in the sewers and you know, you know what I'm saying. So anyway, I don't want to spoil you the movie too much in case you haven't seen it or you haven't read the book. Uh, but anyway, 
If you haven't, well, where have you been living the last 30 years? And if that's the case, well, you've been very smart because otherwise you'll be very uh, afraid of the clown. So, anyway, now let's let's go and see how the game plays now that I talk to you about the components. This is it, able below. Let's go to the gameplay. Gameplay. So now we are in the gameplay section of the show. This game is very, very, very simple. You know, even new gamers or play, uh, people that they don't play board games, they can play. And once again, I love when there's games simple like this, but at the same time that they're cooperative because usually, and we say this many, many, many times, usually people that they don't play board games, they had that memory on their mind or that think or they think in their mind that board games is uno monopoly and all this stuff so when you show them cooperative games other than competitive usually it's a very satisfactory surprise so that's when they now jump in the hobby so this game is a fully cooperative game that you can teach it to anybody and how it works well basically you have two faces the Pennywise phase, let's call it, and the hero's phase, let's call it the kid's phase, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to set up the board, which is, once again, that's the Dairy Township on the board, and then you're going to choose your characters. And according to a number of players, you're going to play with the same amount of characters. And each character will tell you in which uh, part of the town they start. For example, Beverly, well, she will start on her apartment. So that will be one, right? So once you set up all the players that you're going to use, you're going to place every bike adjacent to the sewer, which is in the middle of the board. And then you're going to place Pennywise in the board. And that's it. You're ready to go. Now, you're going to have totem cards and Pennywise attack cards that they will work, you know, kind of when you push your luck that I will explain in a little bit. But anyway, you will have all this set of six dice. We have each die has a different color for every region of the town. You're going to roll these dice. And if you roll a balloon, let's say a blue balloon, then you're gonna abduct a victim token from the balloon, uh, from the blue area, which in this case will be the pharmacy. And those tokens are gonna be face down. Once you flip them face up, it will tell you if Pennywise abducted a kid or if Pennywise just got like a, a strength, so he will become more powerful by, you know, in order to, when the time comes and you fight with him, he will be more powerful because of that token that he adopted. Then those tokens, if it was a kid, you're gonna put it on a tracker, and that's gonna be the, let's call it dangerous or Pennywise tracker, right? So if Pennywise keep getting, you know, stronger on that tracker, he will be adding more strength, which is attack cards to the main deck, which is gonna be the push your lock that I was playing a little bit. And also if he reaches the end on that track, he wins the game. If he kills any of the player, he wins the game. So that's basically how the game works. So you will roll the dice and with the dice you can have different actions or you can have different results, right? If you roll a balloon, like I said, Pennywise is either doing his thing, like either killing some kids or abducting some kids or making him strong. Also, once you do that, in every uh, place in the, in the town, you're going to have a slot for a token and they usually go A, B, C, D and then the end of the letters, right? So that's when when that's all the slots that that place will have for tokens. So let's say Pennywise is starting the sewer, you roll the dice, you get a blue dice, a blue balloon, I'm sorry. Uh, then you took the first token of the of that place, like I told you, and you're gonna unveil the letter A. Now the letter A will be available. 
And because that place has the fewer tokens, that's uh, where Pennywise is more stronger. And Pennywise always will be moving to where he is strongest. So he will be always trying to, you know, defeat that area, I guess, thematically of the town. And that will be if you roll the balloon. If you're on the hand or heart, that's, that can mean different things. The hand will allow you to, uh, you know, draw a card from wherever you are in the region. And you will add that card to another deck, which will be the fight deck. Or you can grab a bike, depending if you're in, in, in that space that I, with a bike. Or um, you can deliver cards or things like that. That's all with the hand result. You can move. You can use any die. Doesn't matter if it's a hard or a hand. Just to spend that die to move. You just roll one time. It's not like Jackson that like you roll it all. You just roll one time on your turn, and then you do the actions that you that you know with the roll results. And then basically you're gonna be moving around, trying to save the kids, all the the kids that Pennywise is kidnapping. Because if you go, let's say, to the gray area, and you have a gray heart, a die showing a gray heart, you can recover one of that victim from one of that victim. I'm sorry, from Pennywise tracker that belongs to that area. In that way, Pennywise go lower on his track. And when you are ready, every time that you um, get a card from a certain location, you can you draw a card from a face-down deck, and if the card matches the color where you are, you can just deliver. You're gonna deliver that card in another deck that is called the fight deck. Now the fight deck, because of different situations during the game, it will be getting, every time that Pennywise is getting stronger, it's gonna be adding a attack card from Pennywise. Every time that you deliver a card that you pick up, which is our call a totem card, and you deliver it to his place, you're gonna add it to that fight deck, so that fight deck again will have Pennywise cards and totem cards, which is your hero's cards, right? If at some point you're in the same location with Pennywise, you can attack him. And how are you gonna do it? Well, that fight deck that I told you, you're gonna give it a big shuffle, and then you're gonna have three different uh, options that you can have three different results, in order to advise to advance on the losers track which is that's what they call it, right because of the losers the kids were the losers so anyway uh, for example the first one will tell you well if uh, for every two pairs of two certain type of totems that you reveal uh, you can advance the track one space and the other one will say if you reveal three different totems uh, you advance three spaces and the other one will say if you reveal five different totems or five different cards type of cards then you can advance three more spaces, right? So you have those three options, and then you're gonna be revealing cards from the fight deck face up. So let's say you reveal the first one, it's a totem. You reveal the second one, it's the same totem. So you, now you know that you accomplished the first objective, which it was two uh, different totems, or two similar totems, I'm sorry, and it will allow, advance you one on the track. Now, here is your option. You can push your luck to get another card, which you hope it will be the similar totem, in that way, now you're gonna complete the first objective, first objective, I'm sorry, which was advanced one on the track, and now you're also gonna be able to complete the second objective, which is advance another two spaces. So that's where you push your luck, because you can do a card, and let's say it's not the similar totem, it's another totem. Well, nothing happens. But if you draw a Pennywise attack card, that's when bad things start to happen. Why? Because all the cards that you use in that fight are lost. You're going to discard them. That's it. Now the fight deck now is going to have fewer totems or fewer of your cards because those ones are lost. Now Pennywise will attack you to the player that is fighting with him or the players that are fighting with him. 
And according to the location where the fight is, remember that I told you that the tokens, every time that he was kidnapping a kid, you were revealing an A, B, C, and D, and that was it, the, the, the plate was empty. Well, on the attack cards, we'll tell you, well, if you have only unveiled the A, this happened. If, if you have unveiled already A, B, this happened. If you have already unveiled A, B, C, this happened. And usually Pennywise will be making damage to you, or he will kidnapping more kids or things like that. He will be getting stronger or he will making you to move back on the on your track that you need to reach the end, the loser track in order for you to win the game and things like that. Now, let's say you succeed with those three objectives and you advance the track five. Then those objective cards, you're going to discard them and you're going to place new ones on these three objectives slot. And that's how it is. That's how the game play. Either you reach the end on the loser's track before Pennywise kill you or go in his track. Or you win or you die. That's basically you need to work together with your friends in order to succeed and try to outsmart Pennywise. In order to succeed and try to outsmart Pennywise. The game has a very simple mechanic. Like I said, very easy to learn. Very easy to play. It's fun. I think, you know, it does good with the time. 40 to 60 minutes. I have played one player, two players, three players, and four players. And the game, it's, it, it's, let me tell you what I think about the game before I tell you anything else. So this was the gameplay. Now, let's see if we prefer to play this game solo or cooperative. Solo or cooperative. Okay, so now we are in the section of the show, in this Halloween section of the show, if we rather play this game solo or cooperative. Now... Let me tell you what I think about this game. This is It Evil Below. I need to say that I love the franchise. I need to say that I love the theme. I need to say that I'm a fan of the movies, even if they scared the shoof out of me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and because of that, I'm, you know, my phobia to the clowns also was originated by these movies. Um, I love the theme, so that has to, be a, has to do a lot with the game. Um, if you don't like the theme, well, this is probably not, not a game for you because I think that's one of the things with this game. Um, you need to like the theme. You need to like the theme in order to enjoy the game. If you don't like the theme, well, I mean, probably you won't get the game anyway. So that's, that's basically... There's some games that even if you don't like... Let's say there's some games that they're... For I'm going to say, like, there's some games... That they're, just to put an example, abstract games. And probably you don't, you're not an abstract player. But the game can be very good and you probably will end up getting it and playing as well. Because even if you don't like abstract player games, uh, you know, the, the game works pretty well and you want to play the game. Well, this is a game that you need to like the theme. Otherwise, probably you won't enjoy it. Because it goes and it follows, thematically speaking, they do a very good job with the first movie. With the idea of the first movie about Pennywise trying to chase these kids, try, trying to hunt them down, to scare them, and they're trying to outsmart him and trying to defeat him. The theme works pretty well with this game. Once again, that's a huge, I don't know if pro or con, but basically that's one thing to consider. Like if you don't like the theme, well, no. The aesthetics of the, of the, of the game, the art of the game, the graphic of the game, the layout of the map is very good, very nice. It's just, you know, enough for what the game is, um, the map is very good, full color. Once again, like I told you, you have the different uh, regions of the city connect them between each other and divided by colors. You have the the quality meets the butcher shop, 
you have the town square, you have the house on Neville Street, you have the pharmacy, you have Bev's apartment, you have the Baron. So basically, the same places that you follow in the movies, and I'm pretty sure in the books. I haven't read the books, but I'm pretty sure, and I heard that this remake is very similar. So you have those places as well. The stand is the character stand, they are very nice. They're basically pictures from the movie. Pennywise stand is great, it's very scary actually. Is the Pennywise, and he's even bigger than the kids, of course, because Pennywise, Pennywise is taller, um, you know, and he he's dressed, he's dark, he's with the makeup, very nice. The the box is 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 very nice, very uh, you know, beautiful, but at the same time it's scary because he has the balloon and you know the red balloon, and, and Pennywise coming from the balloon and inviting you to play the game. This is a game that also I don't know. Uh, it's, it's in my library, in my gaming library. I don't know how often I will bring to the table because also is the, the, the theme is very strong in the game. And this is a game that I will probably bring in during the year, but during the Christmas time and all the stuff, unless you're a horror fan and a, and a scary movie fan, then you will bring it. Otherwise, probably you will bring other games. Um, but, you know, but that doesn't mean anything wrong. Like I said, I feel... And I also believe, and I'm looking forward to an episode, that there's different games from different seasons of the year. But once again, if, if, if you like a scary a scary games, you like a scary movies, well, this is a game that probably you can bring all the year around, as long as you like the theme. Now, the mechanic of the game, the mechanics of the game are very simple, very fun, very smooth. Anybody can play, anybody can learn. Um, it's nothing like intimidating or anything like that. The dice are very nice. Visualizing the board on the table and the game on the table, it looks very nice, very, uh, you know, different. And that also invite more people or feel make more people attracted to play the game. The cards, the quality of the cards in the game, they're very standard, which is good. You know, the standard quality that you get in every game. Uh, the tokens, the components are good. The dice, I already mentioned it. They're very good quality. And it feels the theme. Um, the mechanic of the A, B, C and the D or the empty space on each uh, region of the town. I really like it because once again, you will, every time that Pennywise and that you roll a, a balloon for each color, uh, you will take one token from there and that token can either make the fight uh, deck more stronger for Pennywise because he will be adding one of his cards or he will kidnap a kid or, uh, you know, abduct a kid and that track is going to keep increasing with kids. And in certain, in certain spots on that track also, once you place a, a token for a kid abducted, uh, you know, you also place an attack card from Pennywise on the fight stack. So also that makes Pennywise stronger. Now, I like those those tokens. They look like balloons. And when you flip it, it's where you know what's going to happen. Um, you see the, uh, you know, the you flow two all around because, of course, that's the slogan from it, from Pennywise. Um, the mechanics are good, like I said, very feels thematic, very immersive. I mean, it's definitely a game that I enjoyed and I would recommend once again if you are a fan of the theme, if you are a fan of the franchise, or if you like a scary movies and you will enjoy it, even the old one, uh, and you haven't seen, let's say you haven't seen the remake, even if you like the old one, well, you will be able to identify anyway the characters and you will feel related, right? Um, <clears throat> If you ask me if I if I rather play this game solo or cooperative, this is kind of game that I prefer to play cooperative, because of my experience that I have, have played before with my friends and my wife. That's why I think this game plays a little bit better cooperative. I played solo a couple of times and I had fun, but I think this game 
shine or brights or it's more darker i guess in this situation when you're playing with friends because then you're trying to decide hey where do we go i mean should, should, should you go over there and probably now you know the fight stack it's strong enough so you should go and fight pennywise and i will stay in this region in that way i can try to collect more totem cards and try to put them there on the fight stack for you in that way at the end of your turn you can fight pennywise or probably i have the bike token which the bike token allows me at any time even if it's not my turn just to grab the bike and thematically go to where you are and together we can fight pennywise and that way if we lose we can divide the damage and you know it's it plays very well with friends it makes you it gives you that immersiveness that you're in the game especially for halloween night i mean it's fantastic to play with friends if you have a halloween party or a halloween reunion at the house this is a very a game that you want to bring or even the week after halloween or something or if you just invite friends for dinner and or having your game night, you can. Oh, this is a game that you can always bring to the table, and everybody will be in it. Then it go, it works fast. It's simple. The turns go very quick. Uh, it's, even if it's six players, let's say or five players, I'm pretty sure that time won't be that long because I played four players, and once again it was fast because basically you roll the die, you do your action with the die, and that's it. Next, roll the die, do your actions, roll the die, do your actions. Then let's fight Pennywise. Okay, let's push our log, and that's it. Very simple. And once again, simple doesn't mean bad, but I do believe that you need to like the theme once again. And I'd rather play this game cooperative than solo, but I played solo and I had fun. Do you ask me, will you play it solo again soon? Well, probably, I don't know, probably, I don't think so for the next few weeks, but because I'm playing other games, but this, I mean, if I feel like I want to play a horror game, probably I will be deciding between this one and Horrified, because both, I like them and both are very thematic, so... I would probably bring them now. This is good also because this, you know, there's some very good games like Mansions of Madness, Arkham Horror, and all those crazy games. But sometimes the setup is the is the is the is the part of you know that oh my god, like I need to set up and all this stuff. Well, if you want to play a solo game with a theme, you're spending less than one minute for the setup. This is it. It will be long. This is it. It it will be long, I guess. Uh, you probably will take more than one minute because you need to shuffle the decks, but. That's it. I mean, you don't have too many cards, so it, it's it's good. Generally, I mean, I think it's a game that I will recommend for for the theme if you like the theme, if the theme is appealing to you, and also because the game is very accessible. It's right now uh, the retail price, I believe, is around 29 American dollars, and you can find this game pretty much everywhere in your local favorite and your favorite local gaming stores. You can find them online. You can find it in the the OP or the USopoly website. You can find it in the, you know, the online market that we all buy, I guess. Over there, you can find it as well. Um, you, it's very easy, a very easy game to find. It's a good game to give us a Christmas gift. Why not? I mean, if you have a friend that they like horror movies and all that stuff, and you want to bring them into the board game universe, well, this could be a good option for a couple or something. It's also a good game. When I play with my wife, I really enjoy it. Globally, from 0 to 5 going in the Netflix rating, I guess, which zero is you don't want to play it never ever you want to burn that game and you don't want to you don't want to even hear nothing about the game not even the name and where five it's i want to play it every night well this game i will give it a strong three a strong three why because once again i feel like if you like the theme you will enjoy it for me for me if you ask me Derek, for me that i love the theme so probably for me I mean, I could put it a little bit higher, right? But I need to see it in a standard way, from from a standard per perspective, you know, a standard perspective, uh, that probably not everybody is very appealing for the theme. 
So even if you're not appealing and you play it well, you know, it, it probably you can enjoy it, I don't know. But that's why I give it a three. The three doesn't mean that it's a bad. It's, it's a good game that you, you bring it when the time comes, when the season comes, and you know, and you probably will enjoy it. You know, this is a game that you will play every night, and that's why we don't give any higher. But anyway, that's this is what's it. It will be long. I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you enjoy the four chapters of Halloween. Once again, I'm gonna remind you that you can listen to them. Chapter one was a uh, Cthulhu the deck building game. Chapter two was uh, Campy Creatures. Chapter three was Horrified by Ravensburger. And this chapter four, as you already listened, is it will below. Also, I want to remind you that if you're listening through uh, Spotify, iTunes, or any other place, I want to remind you that you can listen to this podcast everywhere that the podcast can be found. That means Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, iVox, um, uh, BoardGameGeek, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever podcasts can be found, you can listen to Solo BG. Also, if you're able, wherever you're listening, if you're able to review and rate the show, I would really appreciate it. Please follow us in our social medias. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Podcast. If you want to uh, also send me an email, why not? Like very old school, I like old school. Uh, you can send me an email at solobgpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, solobgpodcast at, gmail uh, at gmail.com. And well, this was the special of Halloween. Next episode will be Era. Once again, the Roll and Build game from Plan B Games and uh, Eggerspiel. And I hope you enjoy these four chapters. And once again, let's always, you know, thank you so much for following. Thank you so much for the support. And you make me very happy. And that's why I do this. Because I love to do it. And I love to be involved with the community. And you guys are the best. Enjoy the Halloween. And remember... For victory... Go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and at the tabletop. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster.